0: Why couldn't they have just put Quidditch in the game if Quidditch was in a game on the PS2? Like, they could have done it.
1: I'm sure that will be a DLC. (laughs) I'm confident. There's Just like, no, but
0: imagine a full expansion, yeah. Yeah. the Harry Potter game launches with Quidditch, and by the way, you can play Quidditch online against other players. That would have been uh, so cool to see. That would have been
2: fantastic. <laughs> oh, we would have definitely had to, you know, get together and do some Quidditch matches at that point.
0: I would lose every time because I don't know the rules. <laughs> like you fly <laughs> around soccer. on
2: a you think so you fly
0: around on a broom and you pelt people with a big ball. Is pretty much all I know. Um, like, do you throw what, it at them, or that's what
2: she like, said? Like, Shut Just the out. one. <laughs> so who wants to start?
0: Uh I'm new. You can start. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay. That's
2: Hello everyone, this is Caleb Boudreaux, the editor-in-chief of an extraordinary life.online. And today we have two of the most wonderful people. We have Ryan.
0: Hi, I'm Ryan or Release Radar on YouTube.
2: And Perry Cario.
1: Hi, I'm a Twitch streamer, and my name is Perry. So,
2: um, yeah, about Paramore. So, um, my partner's Valentine's Day gift was tickets to Taylor Swift in Houston. Um the tour that almost immediately sold out like
0: One I was of my able professors to get was trying mm-hmm. to buy tickets in class like during lecture by the way. Oh my god. Oh yeah. <laughs> I had
2: I had my friend cuz it was me, my friend Brian and his wife that were all going to go. And luckily she bought two extra tickets. But she had to wait like five or six hours in the queue. And we got them for MSRP. So, yay. Mm-hmm. But uh, in Florida, she's actually doing the Florida shows with Paramore as an opener. That would have been great to see.
0: Oh, okay, so you're not going to go to that? No. only
2: got <sighs> only got one for Houston. Yeah, oh. I
0: saw Paramore live back in 20, 2019 or 2018. It was right before COVID, so it must have been like 2019, but it was an awesome show. It was like Paramore and In This Moment, so two like great female-led like rock-ish bands. Mm. So it was a lot of fun.
1: I've always heard, I I heard from friends that they were bad live, so I never went because I just took that opinion. But clearly clearly that's wrong, right?
0: Yeah. Well, so no band sounds as good as they do in the studio when they perform live. My first concert was actually Linkin Park. And uh-huh. I left the concert thinking like, "Man, this show sucked." And now I'm happy that I even got to see them live because of what happened with Chester. Yeah. But like at the time, like it was 2011, I was 12 years old. I'm just like, "Hey, this this does not sound like it does in the studio." And my dad was just like, "Well, yeah." <laughs> yeah not no, in like the studio.
2: <laughs> in the studio, you have so much of a controlled environment, you know. Yeah. So Um. Besides Paramore, uh, so Buyer's Remorse. Let's talk. Let's talk about our (laughs) our gaming rigs because we all game pretty regularly.
0: Yeah. No. I. I've. I mean. I cleared my entire schedule this like weekend to play Sons of the Forest, by the way. And I've put like 27 hours into a game that came out on Thursday. So <laughs> I have done nothing but play that game I'm like, all weekend. I just
1: seeing them in my head like, oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've left it open. Like I've gone up, I've done uh, things. Okay. I've gone to the grocery store. I've just left it running on my computer. But like, I've been playing with friends, but buyer's remorse, Um, I bought a 4090. And I had, like, 13 different tabs open, and I was, like, I had Target and Best Buy and uh, Micro Center and a bunch of other, like, Amazon Newegg. I ended up getting it from Newegg. But, um
2: Is it a you know, it was, it was or an
0: expensive, uh, expensive card. Now, I didn't pay over MSRP for it. I would never buy from a scalper. It's just kind of not my thing. But like I actually managed to get my 3090. I got it from somebody on Facebook Marketplace, but I got it under MSRP because the story with that was some some like teenager was texting while driving in their car and crashed and his dad basically told the kid that like, "Hey, you have you're responsible for paying off the damages to your car." And so the kid sold his graphics card for about MSRP. So that's the story about how I obtained my 3090. And so, but that was like 1500 but basically moral of the story is I spent too much on my graphics card, and I kind of regret it, but I kind of don't, and I can't decide if I have buyer's remorse or not. Like, everything runs super well, and but I don't play at 4K, I play at like 3440 by 1440, like ultra-wide. Mm. But um, yeah, right now I wish I had that money to throw out concert tickets, because Paramore's going on tour, and uh, Metallica's going on tour, and... Muse is also going on tour, and they're just a bunch of bands that I would love to see live, but Metallica tickets are like 300 bucks, and Muse tickets are like 200 bucks. Oh my
3: gosh.
0: Yeah.
1: They are good, though. I see why they charge that much. I mean, people would pay it, right?
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, Muse is just one of those bands that they don't tour all too often, and they're one of the few bands I have not seen live yet that I listen to. So, they're on the list, like Muse, Five Finger Death Punch, Metallica, and... Mm. Uh, I think that's about it because I've seen like Lincoln Park, Event Sevenfold, Paramore, Hailstorm, um, Alter Bridge, Shine Down. Like I've been to a lot of concerts, but right now I just kind of wish I had some money set aside for concert tickets. But it is what it is.
1: Start a fifty ninety fund instead of the fifty ninety. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: that way, whenever you have the money for it, you'll just be like, oh well. I mean, I could just use this on concert tickets instead.
0: Yeah, that's I mean, true, to be but... fair,
2: to be in to be fair, like Perry said, that forty ninety is going to last
0: a while. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You won't have to yeah, buy I'm... a new one for two, three, four years.
0: And that kind of was my mentality behind it because I'm about to graduate from college, and um, there's gonna be that buffer period where I'm trying to find like an actual job. Like yeah. you graduate, and then you try to find a job, and so I don't want to have you know, to buy a new graphics card if mine fails or something like that or have like a really outdated PC. So I kind of went all in because I knew I had the security to go all in at the moment. Mm. But um, this computer should hopefully last me for a few years. And it's just, it's awesome because it can run everything pretty much maxed out. So like I'm mad at myself, but I'm not, but I'm mad at myself, but I'm not
3: like. (laughs) You
1: know, I'm, uh, I'm getting a new PC soon. Uh, 4080 not a 4090 but I'm really excited about it because right now I'm using a little laptop with a 3070 and it was great when I was streaming like Stardew Valley and had one chrome tab open but now that we're <laughs> doing all the EEG brain stuff and we've got all this stuff going on and I'm playing like the games as they come out like Hogwarts Legacy and things like that with terrible frame rate issues it's just not it's not working anymore at all. If I, if I forget to close Discord before I start a stream, the whole thing crashes.
0: <laughs> really?
1: Yeah, wow. and I've done that many times. I had to stop and restart. It's terrible. <laughs>
0: Have you thought about using your laptop as a streaming PC, like using a capture card to capture the screen of your gaming PC, sending that to the laptop and then having your laptop be the thing that actually like encodes the stream?
1: Yeah, so you I, can ha- have... I have, but I need to do some research on how to actually do that and whether or not, I mean, the one I'm getting, I think could probably just do it all by itself and then it's a bit less
2: hassle,
1: okay. but I mean, that's a good uh, idea.
2: Ryan does that with his stream deck or with his steam deck.
3: Oh, yeah. No, I, I
0: used to stream and um i used to dual pc stream as well so i could help you set that up if you want
1: um, thank you i appreciate that i know a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of the big streamers do that
2: so you guys have both played um uh hogwarts legacy mm-hmm. did you uh did you see that games done quick the charity tournament for speedrunning has banned hogwarts legacy alongside every other harry potter game made
1: yeah, and the wow. the retroactive banning of, of all of them. It's pretty extreme.
2: Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know um, now this is from MSN, so I mean, you know, how much do you want to I mean, I, I don't know how how great MSN is. I mean, it's Microsoft, but you know, also their ads. Um but they said in 2023 they raised 2.6 million to prevent to for the prevent cancer foundation and drew in tens of thousands of viewers but yeah this is this is going to be um banned um let's see um they said it will also be all the other Harry Potter's games. While Hogwarts Legacy has not been out for very long, the older Harry Potter games were eligible for speed runs in all other editions of games. Done quick events held so far, mm. which is wild.
1: I, I... guess. Sorry, you guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. I personally don't agree with that decision because those games have been out for a long time and just because the new one gets all this negative PR they just ban everything Mm -hmm. I don't agree with that decision because I don't think Lego Harry Potter is very harmful to anybody at all like it's just a Lego game and now it's banned but it's just Lego Harry Potter like I don't know I don't agree with this decision I guess I mean (laughs)
1: From a business perspective, not that I know much about that, they probably just want to avert any sort of controversy. And yeah. I, I, I don't think they would have got much from the older ones, but maybe they really just want to cut so that no one even says anything. Because I, I know there's these YouTubers that analyze films from a from a psychology perspective, and they, they still are doing Harry Potter films, but every single time before the video, they disclaim. Like, regardless if it's like the first ever Harry Potter film that came out 13 or something years ago, they always disclaim, we don't agree with J.K. Rowling. So they, they might yeah. just want to really cut ties with it. I don't know if that's the right choice, though. I get completely what you mean.
2: So, it it joins games like, um, so it says, it's not a very long list, um, so it's any game with the ESRB rating of AO, or adults only, that makes um, sense. any game that is prohibited on Twitch, because I believe they yeah. do stream on Twitch, so fair, mm-hmm. Air Control, America's Most Wanted, Barkley Shut Up and Jam Gaiden. The f- entire Five Nights at Freddy's series, Frog of Fractions, God of War 2005, Honey Pop series, <laughs> Ion Fury, Kirovatis, I don't Eroiko, know what any of games are. Neither do I. Natsuriro High School, and Rocco's Quest. But currently, Hogwarts Legacy and the Harry Potter series as well as the Five Nights at Freddy's series, come with an asterisk saying subject for further review in the future. So it could just be that they're there until the controversy dies down. Mm. So it's like, hey, let's avoid this while we can. And whenever people stop being mad and realize that, hey, at some point the art has to be separated from the artist, you know,
1: I maybe that's what they're doing even in the case of Hogwarts legacy it's it's not even a matter of separating the art from the artist because she's not actually the artist of it that's where i think my line is because i did a lot of research and debate before i decided to to play it on stream and i that's kind of what i thought because there's nothing in the content of it it's not like atomic heart where there is nothing in the in the content that is transphobic and she's not really a writer of it or involved she makes royalties i think but but apart from that so that's where my line would be. I think it's different from yeah. something like High on Life, maybe. I used to play High on Life, and I feel a little bit awkward about doing it now because of the whole Justin Roiland thing. Because it's his voice, and his, he's acting, and he wrote it, and he directed it, and it's yeah. a little bit different.
2: We'll see, and that's the funny thing. So um, if you look up Wizarding World owner, um, you will actually see that Warner Brother Pictures owns it, the only thing jk rowling has anything to do with are the stage rights for plays and the books that is it warner brothers owns everything else and they just sold the um the broadcast rights to universal huh. for like x amount of years
1: so do you think that she's like made her money and she doesn't make any more of it
2: so I, if i remember correctly I'm still looking for the original article that I read. Um, right after all of that crap came out, they bought her out of her remaining shares of the movies and mm. the games and stuff like that. That way, she they they could separate her from everything. That's clever. Because <laughs> they were like, that "We move. want nothing. We don't <clears throat> want you to destroy it." And then that makes it, perfect sense. It mm. kept destroying it, and it's funny. Um, whenever you start the quest in the beginning of the game, whenever you're going to the restricted section, um, of the library for the first time with Sebastian, um, you notice in the background, there's a witch burning alive. That's actually supposed to be JK Rowling.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Like the, the render of the witch like looks just like her. <laughs> like.
2: It's it's supposed to be like a slap in the face. Like, you sold us this and then burned it. Here yeah. you go.
1: Wow.
0: And, and, like, I think that Hogwarts Legacy does something that a lot of games don't do. And if you've played the game, there's a very, you know, there, there's a trans character tied to the main plot. Mm. And I've played thousands of games throughout my life. And besides this game, like The Last of Us 2, those are the only two games I can think of that have a trans character and like that community is getting the representation that they deserve in this game. That's also getting just blasted by that same community. Like, do they, does the community know that there's a trans character in the game? Do they think it's just like a scapegoat? Like, I'm not entirely sure, but I,
1: yeah, I think the thought is that they did that as kind of like a, as like, like a peace offering because they knew that they would be con- like, like, accused of being transphobic so that it's kind of like a shallow huh. statement and then people bring up the name of it i reckon it's probably a coincidence and they just didn't think about it but then the name of of the trans character her name is Serona Ryan with sir and ryan in it so people do bring that up as well like okay maybe it's a maybe it's even a joke about trans people or something i don't think it is i i, I think people are reading too much into that but
0: i didn't even think about that
1: yeah so-
2: <laughs> we also there was a there was a reddit post and of course reddit but <laughs> there was a reddit post um where someone claimed to be an employee um of Avalanche that developed the game and they swear up and down that Serona's inclusion was strictly theatrical it was specifically mm-hmm. to make like a last minute thing just to make it um hey, guys, we're not like her at all, you know? Like, here, we have a trans character in the game. We're not transphobic. Mm-hmm. But see,
3: I what? don't
0: understand how that makes sense because if you're going to add a character to the game, you have to do the motion capture. You have to do the voice acting. You have to write the the lines for the character. You have to hire a voice actor or actress that fits the character's, like, description and everything. And if this character wasn't originally supposed to be trans, that's a lot of retroactive work they have to do to fit that in
1: mm. they still could have planned it to be sort of a gesture i do think that that is probably why she's there but that might be a good thing right so like as you say they're getting the representation that they deserve in games and that that, that mm-hmm. trans people just don't usually have uh, even if even if it's a, it's a sentiment even if it's a gesture in the face of jk rowling that's not necessarily a bad thing because maybe maybe she wouldn't have been there otherwise but that's okay because she is now <laughs> and I, yeah. I don't imagine it's something not that I would know but I don't imagine it's something vindictive from the company or, or uh malicious
2: I mean you never know Um <laughs> fingers crossed it's not though because yeah the, the last thing that you would want especially while trying to prove that hey we're not like her we we're completely against her views is for it to come out that they they were being malicious and this was a last minute hey here you go we're just gonna change the voice actor halfway you mm. know but like uh like Ryan said I think it was last week um or I think you probably said that this week too um uh, and i will just zoned out for a second um <laughs> but entire storylines talking about um how she was different whenever they came back people would people barely recognized her and so like if you're you're completely acknowledging the fact that she's different this school year versus the previous that you know that's a lot of things to re-record just for a theatrical oh we're not like her you know
1: yeah absolutely Absolutely. I completely agree with both of you.
2: So um, you mentioned uh, Atomic Heart. So um, Ukraine is apparently calling for Sony, Microsoft and Valve to completely ban the sale of the Atomic Heart game due to ties to a Russian oil company. So what do you think about that one? uh, Because I haven't played it yet.
0: I've been playing it, and personally, I'm enjoying the game. It's been something I've been excited for since about 2018 when it was first announced. And I don't think this um, ban is going to happen for basically one reason. The internet moves really fast with the stuff that they care about, and it's been a year since the war in Ukraine started. And I'm not saying it's not not a bad thing still, it absolutely is, but... The majority of people have kind of moved on from thinking about it and moved on from those of us who aren't directly involved have just kind of moved on. And I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that's the right thing to do, but that's just kind of how the internet works. A big piece of news happens. It's talked about for a month and then another big piece of news happens and then you forget about the last one. So I think if the game would have come out last year, I think the ban would have absolutely happened but i don't think it's going to happen because it's been a year since the war started and it's just not headline news as much as it was so mm. that that's my stance on it
2: have you played it perry
1: i haven't yet no i've seen i've seen it a little bit it it was something that i i was i intend to play still but yeah, yeah. uh yeah is he he's calling for it to be banned in just the ukraine right the sale from valve and other places just in the ukraine not not in general
2: so not from what i found Mm. um it's just in general but um from what i've seen it's also not that it doesn't look very propaganda written
3: Mm.
0: it's absolutely not
1: Mm. So- oh, i didn't know that i thought i thought they were calling just in the ukraine and i thought well you know i can kind of see that and they they could negotiate completely but if they're calling just for a general this should be banned then i i don't imagine i mean like you say ryan it's it's kind of something that i don't think a lot of people are going to get behind and it uh, uh, at a certain point it infringes on free speech kind of regardless of what the content is i mean if there are games that are, are called something like uh Oh, I don't know if I should say, if I should say on here. <laughs> there are games that are so unbelievably explicit and uh, like the ones banned on Twitch. Uh if that can exist, then anything can exist.
2: I mean, hey, yeah. there's a game called Lust From Beyond that is all about like there's there's a rated M version and there's an AO version. That's on Steam. Um and it's about a sex cult and you see all of it. So, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, there there are some wonderful, wonderful, or wonderfully, wonderfully, not wonderful, wonderful, but wonderfully, (laughs) wonderfully explicit games on the platform that aren't banned. Mm. Um, But let's see that the, the Ukraine government plans to write a letter to Microsoft, Sony and Valve asking for a ban on digital sales of the game in Ukraine. Okay, so you are right it is um it is not worldwide um according to alex barniakov the deputy minister of digital transformation in ukraine initially shared this statement on the matter on DevUA, a ukrainian website
1: interesting mm-hmm. see that i can, that i can see a little bit more not that i kind of believe that censorship or whatever is is ever right but i mean it is quite an extreme situation and if there's something out there that might encourage people to be a little bit more sympathetic or might offend or whatever it is uh at this particular moment then i can i can see people just not wanting that to be circulated around at least for the time being um but like you say like with hogwarts legacy it might be that this brings even more attention to it and it might backfire a little bit
0: yeah
2: it's possible uh according to him Um, the, the entire quote is regarding the situation with the release of the game atomic heart, which has Russian roots and romanticizing, romanticizes communist ideology in the Soviet union. The ministry of digital transformation of Ukraine will send an official letter to Sony, Microsoft, and valve requesting a ban on selling digital versions of the game in Ukraine. We are also limiting the distribution of this game in other countries. We also urge limited limiting the distribution of this game in other countries due to its toxicity, oh. potential data collection of users, and the potential use of money raised from game purchases to conduct a war against Ukraine. According to media reports, the game's development was funded by Russian enterprises. Therefore, we call for all users worldwide to avoid this game, but we also want to emphasize that the game developers have not publicly condemned the Putin regime and the bloody war that Russia has unleashed against
0: Ukraine. But I mean, we've seen. They can't you know, publicly. Yeah. <laughs> they will get executed. Yeah. Like, so th- there's a couple things in that statement that I disagree with. Like, they say it romanticizes um, the Russian. Co- it's a game that takes place in Russia. In like the USSR. Like it's it's supposed to that's just the setting of the game. Mm. Like there's a game that takes place in America. America. Is that romanticizing American life? Or is that just a game that takes place in America?
3: Like it takes
0: place in Russia when like Russia became the most technologically advanced part of the world and they made robots, and I don't want to spoil the game, but like it's just a game that takes place in Russia. It's not romanticizing anything. Mm. It's just the setting that the writers Like, they they wanted the game to take place in Russia, and I don't really necessarily think it's fair to the developers who have families to feed and ends to meet to just delist this game that they've worked on for the past five years, because something outside of their control happened.
1: Yeah, and something something was a trend when the war uh, with Ukraine started, and that was to kind of link all this horrific violence and, and Putin's regime and everything with just all Russian people and all Russian culture. I mean, no one wanted to uh, play any Russian music anymore or, or, or talk about anything Russian ever, even though it completely wasn't related at all. And it, it, it kind of, that was a swing potentially, a reactionary swing potentially in the complete wrong direction. I can, I can see why, uh, and compared to the violence and horrific stuff, I guess that's not a big deal
3: like compared
1: like relatively speaking. <laughs> See how high my voice went? <laughs> I'm <not> sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, um, yeah. to be
2: fair, they do that with everyone, right? So mm-hmm. they they they've done it to Germans after the Third Reich basically took over the German government during World War II. They've done it to um to Middle Eastern people after the Twin Towers in uh, 2001 um, they do it to in all of Korea because of North Korea like they think everyone from North Korea is just psychotic for staying there what are they gonna do they leave? can't
1: leave yeah
2: exactly so like they just I don't know if it's because we're so far away from the action that we just we we can't grasp like oh why can't they do that like you know because in, in America or England, or even, you know, other European countries like France and Germany, now you can just go outside and scream, I hate this government. I don't agree with it. And nothing happened to you. Mm. You do that in Russia and you, you're not going back to your family by dinner time, you know? So it's like, I can understand why they wouldn't publicly go out,
3: mm.
2: but at the same time, I can understand why people don't understand why they don't go out. If that makes
1: sense, I could
0: could be talking in circles
2: here.
1: No, absolutely.
3: Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, and
0: then another point was data collection and how they're just like, oh, but this game collects data. Like, so does Instagram, so does Facebook, so does YouTube, so does Google, so does Twitch, so does Twitter, so does Discord, so does Like, everything that you have on your phone, like, everything you do, there's folders on you, everything (laughs) you watch, all your passwords, your habits, they know everything. So, boo-hoo, something else is collecting my data. I kind of don't have a choice unless I just want to unplug and never use a computer again.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, have you guys played Callisto Protocol talking about, like, crazy terms of services? I have not. Okay, so Callisto Protocol was supposed to be, like, the new Dead Space, right? Because it, it was supposed bad. to compete with... Oh, it gets worse. Uh, <laughs> they were supposed to compete with um, the Dead Space uh, remake. Well, in their terms of service, it strictly states that you cannot modify the game. You cannot stream the game if you use any glitches or cheats. You cannot encourage or show people how to glitch or break the game. And if you do, you can lose your right to play said game, regardless of just dropping 70 bucks on it. So That's... there were a lot of community patches that fixed things like I remember. So I bought it on PS5. I went to like one of the first corridors. There's fire. I love looking at tiny details. The fire looked great. So I was like, oh, that is cool. Is it like 3D? Like, is it? Is it actually like fire? Because some games have been able to do it perfectly. You walk up to it and it's 2D. Like how the PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 3 used to do fire. How it's like mm-hmm. 2D pains, and it's just an animation. That's how it was. And I was like, why? Like you, you advertise this game to be $70 for quality over quantity. Because it's only like an 8 to 10 hour game oh wow you yeah you said that you wanted 70 because of its quality but something as simple as fire is just sitting here in a 2d texture and i checked again in a month it's still the same Mm. so that coupled with um like i said they the public um modding scene were making game fixes and fixing the glitches faster than the developers were uh they always do, like, shaders to fix things like the fire problems. But the moment you download any of those mods and modify the game, because it's always online, if if they can tell that you modified the files, you can be banned.
1: That's strange. Is there no way to tell the difference between a modifier like that or a patch or something and a cheat? Is that um, maybe why?
2: So it it's... That I'm not sure, but even then, why why not allow cheats in a single player game? Oh, Does that yeah. game
0: require you to be online to play it?
2: So, um, not that I'm aware of, but I haven't played it on PC. So. Okay, because I
0: use cheats in Elden Ring, but like the cheats that I use, Elden Ring is capped at 60 FPS and it doesn't have ultra wide support. So I use a tool called flawless widescreen to give it 144 FPS and ultra wide support because the game devs (laughs) didn't put support for my monitor. So there's just like two giant black bars on the sides of my screen and I looked up a fix and it's using a tool called flawless widescreen. You just Mm -hmm. can't play online if you use the cheats. Yeah, you could get then banned, you. <laughs> which I think it's stupid. I'm just making, I'm doing the work that the devs were too lazy to do and making the game. And like, it works without a problem. All you have to do is install this tool and it fixes it like that, which just shows me they could have done it. They just <laughs> didn't. And so like, yeah, I, it doesn't make me better at Elden Ring. I still suck, mm-hmm. but it's my first Souls game ever, but it's just like, it's a I good want to be able to play with, with friends.
1: It's a really good game, a uh, Dark Souls to start with. I love it so much. It's it's awesome. Um, yeah, and even more, even more so than that, there's um, I mean speedrunners and maybe not speedrunners so much, but challenge runners who are just kind of going through the bosses. They have to. They have to cheat. Cause if you're, if you're creating lots of different, uh, different accounts at different levels at different positions with different stuff so that you can come back to the same boss over and over again or revive mm-hmm. the bosses and things like that, you have to, there's no, there you, otherwise you're grinding like 80 hours a day just to build up this save so that you can do a two hour stream. Like it, it doesn't really make any sense. I mean, there, there, there's no other way you have to do that. Um, yeah. And there isn't really any other option.
0: Yeah, Look, and all see- I'm going to say is that there are games that are over 10 years old that are still played today because you're able to mod them like Skyrim and yeah. Oblivion and Fallout 3 and yeah. Fa- like I'm playing another playthrough of Skyrim right now with 1,623 mods basically <laughs> makes the game into an entire new experience Wow, and um, it's a lot of fun at and. Like the mods bring in graphical improvements. It uncaps the frame rate so the engine isn't stuck at 60 FPS. It brings it up to like 144 instead. Amazing. adds a bunch of new NPCs, new armor, new combat system. The entire game is overhauled.
3: Mm. And
0: so if I want to go back and replay Skyrim, I'm not going to replay the same Skyrim I played when I was 12 when the game first came out. Like that was 2011. That was over a decade ago. And so mods are things that help games that are old stay relevant yeah so I just don't agree with not letting your players mod your game because wouldn't you be happy if they found cool things to do and cool changes to make
1: like like how is I, I love Stardew Valley I think it's a great game but how is it still going and still streamed so much after so it's, long because of
3: it's all the because mods
0: I've never played it
2: it's because it's absolutely incredible it is incredible like, <laughs> That's something that me and uh, Amber play constantly. We'll Mm. just sit there and play Stardew Valley. Like, we have a co-op save just for whenever we sit down and play games. Mm. And it's called the Sassy Farms Farm. (laughs) Because she didn't realize that it uh, it adds farm at the end. So we were just gonna be Sassy Farms. (laughs) But, so now it's Sassy Farms Farm.
1: That's better, I think.
2: Right? It just makes it so much better. Yeah. But, like, So I pulled it up and they apparently have still yet to update their terms of service. Oh, it's because
0: like digital, everything being digital scares me because like I have like 400 games in my Steam library, but what happens if Steam just ceases to exist? All that money I spent on all those games. I don't own a disc like Mm. and games having to be online all the time to play them and all these microtransactions and everything like I'm just I'm not about it
2: like Suicide Squad.
0: Oh, suicide squad
2: ugh. kills the Justice League even if you're playing solo has to be played online
0: yeah now I watched young yeah made a video about that I watched it and like that sucks because servers eventually do go down like there's not PlayStation 2 online servers anymore so those like and the PS2 might be a bad example but the PS3 those like the storefront I'm pretty sure got sunset like a couple years ago so if you have a game on PS3 that you wanted to buy digitally you just you you can't.
2: Yeah, I mean, look at um. So there was a game called Journey to the Savage Planet. It was I have a, that game. It's fun. It was a um a Google Stadia exclusive game. Whenever it first came out, it was supposed to be Stadia exclusive, and then whenever Google was like, "Hey, so we're shutting down Stadia," you know, the developers. Worked so hard on making this game. Google paid to have it, you know, exclusive to their platform. And then all of a sudden, they're just going to sunset the platform. And they were at least able to get the game, like get the rights to the game. That way they can put it on Xbox, PS5 and PC again. So it can be preserved so that people can play it outside of Stadia.
3: Because it's a good game.
2: Because
0: once you lose that, that's it. Yeah, no, it, it's scary to think about how, like, if something were to happen with a company that's selling their game on Steam, like, does Steam still have the rights to sell that game? Is it still in my library? Can it just be yoinked? Do I get that $60 I spent back? Because if I get my money back, I'll be a little less upset. <laughs> but if you just take something I spent 60 bucks and don't give me that $60 back, mm, I'm not going to be a fan of that. Like,
2: yeah.
0: And that's kind of what they're doing with uh, Angry Birds, like the first Angry Birds game. uh, And that's the next topic that we want to talk about here. It's uh, the original Angry Birds game is being pulled from the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. And um, I'm not a huge fan of this. And uh, Caleb, if you want to actually read the full quote, I'm going to kind of give the Cliff Notes version here real quick. but. The game was sold for 99 cents on the uh, the app stores. And once you bought the game, that was all you had to buy. There weren't microtransactions or anything in the original Angry Birds. And if you know anything about mobile gaming now, every single game is like buy coin packs, buy gold bars, yeah. buy booster skips, buy this, buy that. And so the games are free, but they like throw these flashy microtransactions into your face and try to incentivize you to buy, 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 spend, spend, spend. It's only 99 cents. It's only a dollar. But if you buy it 400 times, but it's only a dollar, uh-oh, you just spent 400 bucks. And that's how they get you. So that's exactly, that's how they get you. And so the original Angry Birds didn't have microtransactions. And so the company that released the game is just like, oh, well, this game's not making as much of a profit. And why would you buy Angry Birds 2 or play Angry Birds 2 and get like blasted with prompts to buy all these microtransactions when you could just buy the first one for mm. 99 cents and that's it? You get a whole game.
2: And see, that was the problem. It's um they released it as a um as a classic remake or remaster, um, but it kept messing up their live service versions of Angry Birds. Because people were like, oh, I can just just play the original. And they were like, well, we're not making all the money off of the other ones anymore. So we're just going to sunset the original and take it off completely. Mm. So they delisted it from the store. So you can no longer get it or play it without microtransactions. Um, And it's just like, why? Uh, They said, we have reviewed the business case of Rovio Classics, Angry Birds. And due to the game's impact on our wider games portfolio, we have decided that Rovio Classics Angry Birds will be unlisted from the Google Play Store on Thursday, February 23rd. Um, Additionally, the game will be renamed to Red's First Flight in the App Store, pending further review. Rovio Classics Angry Birds will remain playable on devices on which the game has been downloaded even after it has been unlisted. So it's, it's essentially taking the Flappy Bird approach. I don't know if you guys remember that craze. I do. Like, who would spend three grand on an iPhone just because it had Flappy Bird on it?
0: People some really it. rich person.
2: <laughs> people did it, man. It, it's it's wild.
1: I heard but- some wild stories about that at the time. Like, that that people were spending a million and that, that someone may have uh, killed himself over it. I don't know if any of that was true.
0: So... The whole point of Flappy Bird was that it was a really challenging game where you had to have perfect like time to be able to tap the screen perfectly. And like I was able to get high scores, but I'm also a musician. So having perfect time is something that I already have to have like baked into my brain. So I didn't struggle with it, but there were people who would get like genuinely pissed off to the point they would break their phones and like throw their iPads or whatever. And like, maybe that's not a problem with uh, the Flappy Bird game. Maybe that's a problem with you. If you're breaking your phone <laughs> yeah. because you're mad at little bird going through pipes, like maybe maybe, that sounds like a you problem. Maybe that's a like,
1: wake up call. Go see a therapist.
0: Exactly. Get a
1: prescription. <laughs> Amazing.
0: <laughs> well, I think it was more of
2: like the, the developer was starting to feel bad for it. Yeah. Like people were starting to get mad at him. Maybe oh. that was the original gaming cancel culture. Like, instead of getting mad at the streamers playing it, it was getting mad at the developer for making it.
1: I would prefer but it's, that. T- <laughs> yeah, I, would, well, <laughs> I would
0: take that. <laughs> you can't even get mad at the developers because, like, 90% of the time, if not more, it's not their choice what gets put into the game. They get told what to put in the game. It's mm. like the writers and the publishers who make the big decisions, right? And so, like, if there's. Something put into a game like microtransactions, the developers probably didn't want to do that, but it's put that in the game, or you're fired.
3: Mm.
1: And well, where basically. can we get the emails of the of the writers?
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like uh, on on Twitch and and YouTube, I imagine as well with ads and things like that. I mean, Twitch. I can't speak to YouTube, but Twitch live streaming they they have kind of thrown loads of ads into it, and all of the streamers are saying. I don't want to do this. I would like less. Some people yeah. want them because it makes them a little bit more money. But for most of us, it makes us nothing. And I yeah. I don't want them at all. And and so many people don't. But we don't have a choice about it. And then that's fine. I understand from Twitch's perspective they have to do that. I don't really mind. I don't notice it myself. So it's fine. Um, But then some people in, in chat, not so much anymore because they understand. And there's been articles written about it. But people in, in chat, get they, they get mad at the streamers. Like oh why are you running such a long ad? I
3: didn't, <laughs> I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, you know,
0: like streamers have the option to run ad breaks. Yeah, yeah. Like so, are you saying like these ads just show up in the middle of a stream and you don't personally run the ad break? Like they just happen? Or
3: um, I know that
2: some you can actually like get like from from my cousin playing it as well. They they actually have um like viewers can do an ad break like they can trigger an ad break too like with yeah, channel points or can, something you can yeah set with a, channel points on, yeah. huh you can you can like essentially save up your channel points on a long stream and just like hit it with like three minutes worth of ads
1: yeah i have that going I, i've only set one up for for 30 seconds the reason for that is, is sometimes not always uh but sometimes having an ad break shown in the middle that's only a little thing is better than new viewers coming in being hit with two three minutes of it because then they don't watch you they click off straight away and they'll go watch someone else so one of those
0: viewers yeah i click on a twitch stream like this person looks interesting Two-minute ad or two ads, thirty yeah. seconds unskippable. Like I, I'm out. I'm yeah, not doing it. That's like... not
1: worth it at all. Sometimes I feel that way with YouTube videos and and things like that. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna wait for for a stream. And so that's kind of the trade-off. You have to decide like, would you rather run an ad break? And, yeah. and so making it my viewers' problem. Like, oh, it wasn't me. They redeemed this. I'm gonna check
0: something <laughs> because I like. As a YouTube creator, like we have the ability to choose whether or not to put ads in our videos, obviously, and then we also Mm -hmm. have the ability to choose whether or not we put in like mid ads, like the uh, the mid rolls. So I only put mid rolls in a video that is over an hour long. Everything else, I'm not putting a mid roll in because if it's a 10 minute video and you have to watch an ad halfway through it, like most people, swipe. Most people who watch a video only watch the first couple minutes of it. The amount of people who actually watch the full thing all the way through is like, I can see my graph just go. (laughs) Most people don't watch the full stream or the full video, right? And so, like, I have YouTube Premium because I just, I, and it's ironic as somebody who's trying to build a platform on creating videos as a full-time job, like, I just don't like ads. I don't like watching ads. I think they're incredibly intrusive and I do everything in my power to not watch them i don't watch live television i don't go to twitch like at all because <laughs> you can't you can't get away from the ads it's not possible and i have youtube premium on my primary account that i watch youtube videos on cuz like i just think ads are super super intrusive well, so and then you still fair, get ads for things that you own which is also really annoying
2: <laughs> well, so to be fair you actually uh creators according to linus tech tips um creators actually get more, um, in revenue from premium, like premium subscribers that watch their content than they do from a normal ad supported user.
0: Yep. I can vouch yeah. for that. That's true.
2: So, I mean, if you want to pay for premium, I'm not sure how much it is a month, but if you want to pay for premium and skip those ads, you still benefit the creator, you know, uh, significantly. So, I mean, Hey, there's that.
1: Yeah. I can, I can totally see that. That makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah. No, it's just like on YouTube though, like it's, it's, you have the option like as the, the creator on whether or not you want to put like unskippable ads, I'm pretty sure as well. I'm trying to verify that right now. I can't (laughs) remember where on the dashboard it is, but like, I'm pretty sure you get to choose what ads and where they go. And like, I don't know if that's the same way on Twitch, but like on YouTube, you can basically decide whether or not you want ads in your videos. And then also, I'm pretty sure the revenue, do you know what the revenue split on, on Twitch is? Cause I'm pretty sure on YouTube creators keep 45% of ad revenue per like ad on their video, which, mm-hmm. you know, it's only a couple cents, but the more views you get, it adds up, right? Ads don't pay that much.
1: The number that comes to my head for Twitch is 50, but I, I I don't know. I Actually, I'm not okay. sure. For for everything else, it's about 50.
2: Yeah, I know they recently changed it. Um, mm. It was going to be... Or like it was 50-50, but I think they changed it to 60-40 once you're past a certain subscriber count. So I'm not quite sure. Like the bigger you are, the more Twitch takes of it.
0: So if you're a partner, they get more of your money rather than just being affiliate? I think so. That's weird.
1: Uh, I remember there being a thing about, uh, like the the top top people. They have their own contracts that they've negotiated with mm-hmm. Twitch, and that was like getting XQC brought down.
0: and Pokemane or whatever. Oh
1: yeah, all of those guys. Uh, Moist Critical. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: he is the he is the best. I, lo- I love Critical. <laughs> yeah, me so too. God,
1: <laughs> He's one of the few people that I religiously watch on YouTube.
0: <laughs> I mean, he has like as a youtuber it amazes me how successful he is because he has some of the most low effort content but has 10 million subscribers like yeah. it absolutely baffles like he just sits there in a white t-shirt talks about news and goes yeah so that's that's about it See yeah. Ya.
1: <laughs> yeah no literally and i I'm, I'm sometimes i watch his videos and i just look for the cuts i look for when he's edited it and sometimes he mm-hmm. there isn't sometimes he just He's just sat there talking for 10 minutes. Yep. No editing. One take, I, I one can't take. do
0: that. No! <laughs> it takes me so many takes to like do my intro for videos sometimes. Yeah.
1: I'm only <laughs> making shorts at the moment and when they're like it's like 5 seconds of me talking and I do it over and over and over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, no it's amazing. And I, I think the the fact that he He's he's kind of jazzed up his background now, but it used to be just a plain white room, and he has his little Apple earbud in, and he uses yeah. a microphone right. that's ten years old that I upgraded from. Let alone the, let alone the big AT millionaire. AT twenty twenty or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the yeah the AT twenty twenty.
0: Yeah, um, I went from the AT twenty twenty to this as well. Me
3: too. <laughs> <laughs> still, still
0: using the the blue Yeti here. I, well, that's a the good blue one. Yeti, Yeah, so my microphones, I had a blue snowball, which is like that ball-shaped blue microphone. Mm. And then I had a Yeti, and I actually got the version of the... It was bundled with a game, which was the main reason I bought it. It was actually (laughs) bundled with Ghost Recon Wildlands. So I got the Yeti bundled in with Wildlands. And then I got the uh, Audio-Technica AT2020 with like a... uh, like a Sound Blaster K3 Plus audio interface. It was a pretty cheap interface because I didn't know anything about audio at all. Mm. And now I got the Go XLR with the Shure SM7B, and I'm very happy with this.
1: Yeah, it's actually hilarious watching podcasts, streams, YouTube videos. I mean, even on the freaking news, everyone is using this. Everyone singers, yeah. <laughs> everyone. Yeah, well, it's, it's just insane. like a, it's
0: a great value microphone. Yeah, because like I actually. uh, a family friend had a home recording studio that they wanted to sell. So, and it was like a $100,000 home recording studio. And so he, they had like a bunch of crazy high end gear. And so I used this website called reverb, which is like eBay, but specifically for like music equipment and like to sell microphones. And like some of his microphones were like five grand used. And I'm sitting Jeez. here taking pictures of this thing. I'm like, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to touch it. Like <laughs> I didn't even know microphones got this expensive. Like, huh?
1: <laughs> and they're they're just it's so beautiful as well. Especially as a musician, I'm sure that you've noticed like a massive difference. I would never yeah. sing on stream before I got this mic, and it's just absolutely changed everything. And a little button there sing. for reverb, <laughs> amazing.
0: Yeah, I, I just can't <laughs> sing. <so. laughs> <That's
1: Fair. okay. laughs> I can't play any instruments.
3: So <laughs> See,
0: I play guitar and uh, bass, and I want to learn how to play the piano, like really bad. Oh
3: yeah, I think See, that's gonna
0: be the next thing I buy with uh, YouTube ad rev is uh like a three hundred dollar piano or something.
1: I want to buy a piano.
2: You guys, you guys got to write the music for the outro now.
0: <laughs> that would be that would be fun. <laughs> that would be cool. I, uh, one of my friends used to do like Daisy videos on YouTube, and so when I was like, oh, God, this, I feel old saying this, but this was like almost eight years ago, and so like. He wanted me to write like a a riff cuz if do you guys know who Frankie on PC in 1080p is? Like he's a YouTuber who used to do like story driven content in Daisy where he would like have a character and then like go through the game and like if you know what Daisy is, it's like a post apocalyptic survival game so like you could meet people in the game and talk to them. So it's like a big map and there's loot spread out and you can like interact with other players and there's no like chat in the game. Like it's the only interaction you have is finding somebody and talking to them. You don't know if they're gonna try to take your stuff, you don't know if they have friends watching you, you don't know if they're good, you don't know if they're bad, you don't know anything about this person. You just met them, you both have the same goal which is get the best gear and survive. So you don't know if they're gonna befriend you, stab you in the back or whatever. <laughs> so he wanted me to make like, uh, like intro music for his like DayZ videos. And so I made the music but then he never made the videos.
1: So. Aww. <laughs> You should just post the music on its own.
0: I think I posted it to like my Facebook. But once again, this was like eight years ago.
1: Uh, so just your mom giving it a little like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think of like yeah. some friends I went to
0: high school with. And like my grandma was like, wow, that sounds cool. I'm like, thanks Aww. grandma. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: That's so sweet.
2: <laughs> so um, you were, you were talking about um, Sons of the Forest earlier. Oh, yeah. Like, you were doing nothing but playing that
0: for 27 hours. <laughs> I mean, not 27 hours straight, mind you. Like, I did stuff. I just...
3: You Yeah. Yeah. You, no, you could
0: I'd... be
2: the world's first 27-hour-long 20, Sons of the Forest streamer.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't stream anymore. Like, for me, streaming was way too much work and i couldn't figure out how to get discovered on twitch Mm. so i was streaming for like eight hours i did a 24 hour stream once which by the way i suggest never doing that i felt miserable by the end of it (laughs) but like i i had like 208 followers and i streamed pretty heavily for like three years and after only achieving 208 followers i'm just like this ain't it i'm putting way too much time and effort and seeing no return yeah it's really tricky to get started
1: it's very very slow but then
0: once you get that bump it like skyrockets but the hardest part is working to get that that bump
1: absolutely I've always said like uh, 0 to 30 concurrent average viewers is the hardest slowest part
0: I never hit 30 and I strained for like 3 years it took
1: me it took me so unbelievably it took me way longer to get to 30 than it took me to get from 30 to 150 like that was way quicker than that it's it's insane i I think because twitch are trying hard now to to make up for this like they're adding personalized tags and things to increase discoverability and they're they're putting different sorts of people and smaller streamers on the front page and things like that uh but so they're trying but the discoverability it's not like on youtube where you just search for a key phrase and all these like regardless Mm -hmm. how big you are everyone comes up yeah um yeah, but it's interesting that you say that it's uh, more work on Twitch because I'm trying to get into YouTube and I find that so much work. T- streaming for me is is kind of like, it doesn't feel like work anymore. I just sit down and talk to people and then <laughs>
3: that's
1: yeah. what I would do anyway. But uh, YouTube videos, that is tricky, I think.
0: Yeah, so uh, I want to finish up on uh, Sons of the Forest real quick and then we can circle back to that conversation. But so the game came out and steam like crashed and it was after i believe after the day before which i don't know if you have kept track of the fiasco of that game i don't really want to go too into it but it was the most wishlisted game on steam and then it got delisted because there's like no actual game and so after uh the day before got delisted from uh steam sons of the forest became the most wish Because the first Forest came out in like 2014, and I've been playing it since about 2014, 2015. And so I've been waiting for this game for almost a decade, which is why I've like cleared my schedule, got all my homework done, got all my quizzes done, like discussion boards done. I cleared everything so I could just sit down and just know life this game Mm -hmm. for like five days straight. And it's it's really good, but the anticipation for the game, like the game was supposed to launch at 11 a.m. my time. And it launched on a Thursday and I have classes at like 1230 on Thursdays. So I woke up, went to my computer, went to go buy the game and it still said like coming soon. So it didn't drop the time it was supposed to drop. And then I, uh, I'm like, well, I can't just sit here and wait to buy the game anymore. I have to go to class. So I went to class, but I have the steam app on my phone. So I'm like in the back of lecture, like, is, can I buy it yet? Can I buy it yet? Can I buy it yet? And then I was finally able to buy it. I added it to my cart and then steam just crashed. So I think, like, so many people tried to buy the game all at once, and, like, if you have the app on your phone, you don't even have to be home to buy the game, and, like, Steam was, like, you could not get into your cart on Steam for, like, an hour after the game dropped. It was absolutely insane. But
2: many people really wanted it?
0: Oh, yeah, and the game is really fun. There are some things that I want to see changed, but um, it launched in early access rather than than them delaying the game again like because the game was in development during covid so i imagine that slowed their development down and so they weren't able to reach their first initial release date so they delayed it and then they delayed it again and then they delayed it again and then the fans were like okay mm. where's the game <laughs> so they decided to launch it on pc only with early access with plans to hopefully bring it to console by the end of the year this year but they wanted to get community feedback from the game while still developing it and you know, making money from sales of the game on Steam. And it's only 30 bucks, which is insane. I was fully expecting to drop sixty to 70 dollars on this game, but I'm happy it was not sixty to 70 bucks <laughs> because it's not done yet.
1: Is that kind of unprecedented for a, for a game not to drop when it says it's going to?
0: Um, most of the time games meet their release date, and it's because, you know, they have shareholders to please. And if, you know, there's a bunch of big shareholders, like for, like, uh, Halo Infinite, like, Microsoft really wanted that game to drop with the Xbox Series X. But the uh, they released gameplay, and the entire community was like, why does it look like it was drawn in Microsoft Paint? Like, the <laughs> game don't look done. Like, I don't know if you remember the initial gameplay reveal for Halo Infinite, but it, it looked rough. So... Microsoft had already printed, like, if you bought an Xbox Series X when the game first came out, all of the boxes had Master Chief, like, on the back of the box, and so they made, like, new art for the game, or, like, they made box art for their new console, because they were expecting this game to launch, but they got a year-long delay, and then Halo Infinite came out, and it's just... (sighs) uh <sighs> what is happening to the halo franchise it breaks my heart it's, it was buggy unfinished nothing to do no forge no firefight mm. co-op campaign wasn't there like the uh the store, it was 20 dollars for like the color blue in the store <laughs> like ugh, I, yeah. it just it was not it
1: i think it may have been lucky uh that it came out officially at the same time as battlefield but it was a battlefield 2042 Mm-hmm. It was kind mm-hmm. of lucky in terms of its reputation because relatively speaking, Halo looked really good. Like it, yeah, it, was, <laughs> yeah.
0: it was Battlefield 2042 and Call of Duty Vanguard and Halo Infinite. Yeah. And like, this was the first time since I think 2009 where a Halo, a Call of Duty, and a Battlefield all launched the same year. Because I believe it happened with uh, Halo 3, Battlefield 3, and Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 or something like that and those were all great games and so we're like it's happening again the three biggest first person shooter franchises are are they're all launching their new <laughs> games same year and like i'm talking to my friends like which one are we going to buy first cuz like we can't just buy all of them at once cuz <laughs> games are expensive I'm like we're going to get battlefield no we want to get call of duty and battlefield 2042 dropped broken buggy unfinished the game's dead halo infinite dropped good campaign but the multiplayer sucked there was nothing to do and that game died and then Call of Duty Vanguard was the most successful because Call of Duty even if it's bad always meets its sales figures because like it's more mainstream than Halo or Battlefield right you're going to have mm-hmm. more grandparents buying their kids Call of Duty than grandparents buying their kids Halo because everybody knows Call of Duty but yeah i'm just i'm disappointed i'm very passionate about Halo it's was the franchise that got me into gaming uh and it's just sad to see what Halo has become But the good news is um, 343 Industries is going under massive company changes. Um, Bonnie Ross stepped down. Um, Joe Staten is still at Microsoft, and they fired, like, 90 people during that huge Microsoft layout where they fired, like, 10,000 employees, which is crazy to think about how this company can cut 10,000 employees, and that's still just a fraction of their overall business size, (laughs) like... (laughs) How many people work at Microsoft? Like, that's nuts. But yeah, I could rant about Halo forever. So I'm just going to kind of stop it here. But I'm just I'm so disappointed with how this franchise has been handled after Bungie left and 343 Industries started working on the games. And it's just uh, I'm disappointed.
2: (laughs) So, Perry, have you been playing anything uh, here recently on stream?
1: Uh, I've been sticking mainly to Hogwarts and Elden Ring for the time being. Uh, I'm trying to I'm sort of doing both at the same time but I'm not I, I'm fairly new to gaming I'm, I'm not usually a gaming streamer I usually play the stuff that comes out when it comes out so uh we did a bit of high on life before and we did all of those uh funds we basically went through the Persona franchise that was great uh things like that uh because that recently came to Game Pass Persona 5 Royal uh which yeah. is awesome and now they all are I thought that was a
2: Nintendo in. game no, uh, Sony.
0: Ah, mm. oh, okay. It
2: was originally a Sony exclusive because, um, you know, Japan, JRPGs are more Sony exclusive than they are on Microsoft.
1: Mm. If it was Nintendo, we would never see it. We would never see it. It wouldn't be anywhere else.
3: <laughs> well,
0: that's not necessarily true because did you guys hear about the deal? Microsoft signed a 10-year deal to bring... Microsoft first party titles to Nintendo consoles
3: no and I mean, they it were was in doing an... that oh well no
0: I'm talking about no they weren't you couldn't play Halo on the switch no, but you could
2: play Ori and Ori was a first party con- uh, title
0: yeah but the reason that they they did this is because of the whole Activision Blizzard acquisition and they're being like investigated and Sony's just not about Call of Duty being on game they're doing everything they can to keep Call of Duty off of game pass. <laughs> But, um, Microsoft signed a 10 year deal with Sony or not Sony with, uh, Nintendo to bring games. And it's basically their way of saying like, here, this company signed a contract with us. If Nintendo wants to work with us, they get call of duty, Sony cough, cough, your move cough, cough. Like (laughs) this acquisition has been so interesting to watch, but that was like another big gaming news thing that happened recently. And I want call of duty to Go to Game Pass because I'd rather not spend $60 on a new <laughs> Call of Duty every single freaking year.
1: Yeah, it feels but bad that's... to enjoy things like that. Like when something comes to Netflix, I'm like, oh, score or, or something like that. It feels bad, but also it's so much, like you say, it's so much more convenient for, for everyone. And that's kind of the point yeah go huge conglomerates
3: uh, <laughs> but like
0: you have to think about like would you as a consumer like i kind of want microsoft to be a monopoly because then every game that i would want to play would just be on game <laughs>
3: yeah, pass <it's> great. <laughs> yeah but oh, then you would never
2: own it right so like you said yourself the whole if you if you have it digitally you don't really own it right so like um on netflix there's a tv show called the maid Fantastic show. Um, it has Margaret Qualley and her mom. I cannot think
3: of Don't it, know who uh, that is.
2: something McDonald. I can't think of her uh, first name at the moment, um, but fantastic movie or fantastic series about um, domestic violence and getting out of an abusive relationship and the cycle of violence that follows uh, or cycle of abuse that follows. And if Netflix keeps going the way of the, uh, the way of the Dodo, no one's going to be able to experience that again. Like you you can't watch it if they're gone because you don't own it. Well, I mean, you can, if you, you know, dig that pirate eye patch out of the, uh, out of the old closet there. But um, there's no legal way to own it unless you own physical media,
0: yeah, you know, that's, so it's terrifying to me. So if, if you like, if you
2: have it on Game Pass, right? Like I own, and the weird well, so part Game is Game Pass
0: is different to me than like Steam because like on Steam I drop sixty dollars, seventy dollars on every single thing that comes to Steam, but on Game Pass I'm only paying like fifteen bucks a month.
3: Yeah. So while it would
0: suck to lose the uh, the game, it's not as expensive as the four hundred different games I have, varying between five and sixty dollars on Steam. That would be a lot more money lost if Steam just disappeared rather than Game Pass. Mm. It Fair. feels kind
1: of free each time, and then when it goes, it's disappointed. But thank you for letting me play it <laughs> for this
0: amount of yeah. time. Yeah, like there's a lot of people playing Atomic Heart just because it's on Game Pass. Yeah, yeah.
2: I probably should give that a shot but uh still working on finishing up hogwarts for the profile it's uh with work lately it's been
0: ridiculous i have a uh, i have a problem of buying games and not finishing them i actually have like a list on my phone called like beat them and it's like a bunch of games because like i used to do humble bundle and if y'all know what that is you could get like five games for like whatever amount of money you wanted to pay. And that amount of money went to charity and you got those games. And so humble bundle was really cool, but I I did it for like two years. And so that really filled up my steam library with just a bunch of games. And then, you know, Epic games has these free games every week. And Mm. then there's all the holiday sales on steam. And so I've been gaming on PC for about a decade now. So I've just built up this library and then like Stardew, I have Stardew. I've never played it. Terraria. I have Terraria. I've never really played it. I have like a, the Dead Space games I own them I've never finished them and I was gonna play them but then the remake got announced so I'm like I might as well wait for the remake of the second one (laughs) because the first one was so successful there's no way they're not gonna remake Dead Space 2 and so like I literally let's see if I can find it yeah so on my phone right here it's like an entire list of games that I have that I haven't finished it's not gonna focus but like there's quite a bit of them (laughs) that's a
1: long list (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, Bioshock Games, Grand Theft Auto 4, Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, Hellblade, Elden Ring, Mass Effect 2 and 3, The Outer Wilds, uh, Assassin's Creed, Unity, Syndicate Origins, The Batman Trilogy, Morrowind, Oblivion, Middle Earth Games, Hogwarts Legacy, Atomic Heart, and Sons of the Forest are on there now. <laughs> and, like there keeps, There's new games that keep coming, and that backlog just fills and fills and fills. Like. Just longer and longer. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I've been waiting for an opportunity to to keep playing cyberpunk because I played it after all of the initial stuff. So I played it a little while after. So everything was fixed and it was gorgeous and it was wonderful. And then Keanu Reeves. Thank you very much.
2: Um, <laughs> you are breathtaking.
0: You're breathtaking. That, but that. Did, you, did you, get the, you get the joke? Did you see that E3 where Keanu was on stage? Like, I think it was E3 2019 and uh kiana goes like cyberpunk 2077 will be a breathtaking game and somebody (laughs) in the crowd just yells you're breathtaking and kiana responds like you're breathtaking you're
3: all breathtaking
0: (laughs) it was like the highlight from e3 2019 if you haven't seen the clip it's definitely worth a watch but you should finish cyberpunk yeah such a great game i
1: really really want to but uh if i don't if i don't play it on stream i don't play it which is unfortunate, Aww. yeah. Um, but that's the yeah, like you say with with other work and everything. It's 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 hard to. What do you What do you think about Hogwarts Legacy so far?
2: So I I'm like I'm loving it. It it feels like um, it feels like Elden Ring combat. Honestly, mm,
1: the combat is so lovely. It, it's so satisfying, like doing all the little combos and things.
3: Oh,
0: it It reminds me of God of War more than it reminds me of Elden Ring. It really feels like God of Wand, basically. (laughs) Like the UI looks like the UI for the God of War games, and the gameplay, and like you got your health down in the corner with like the the square, like the little pyramid of items down in the corner. Like it literally looks like God of War, like 2018 or Ragnarok, Mm. and uh, like you can lock on the targets and swap between different targets. But I've never seen Harry Potter. I've never played any of the other. other Harry Potter games, except for like maybe an hour of Lego Harry Potter when I was a kid, never read the books. So this is like my first like introduction into the entire Harry Potter universe. I've wow. never, awesome. never got around the controversial to the one. <laughs> I just picked, see, that's the thing. I like game game. Look good. I bought game. That's mm-hmm. that is as deep as it goes for me. And so I just, I, wasn't hype for this game. I heard about it when it was announced. I'm like, oh, cool. There's a Harry Potter game. I'm probably never going to play that. That looks eh. I'm not big on Harry Potter. But then I watched the gameplay. I'm like, whoa. These graphics look insane. This gameplay looks super fun. The story, I am i haven't finished it yet. I don't know how it ends. I'm not going to spoil anything because I don't know how far y'all are. <laughs> but um like I
2: just recently you... got out of the first restricted section. Like I, I am not okay.
0: far into it. But at you all. spend a lot of time, a lot more than I thought, in the castle doing like classes and doing objectives. Like I thought that would just be the first like hour of the game, and then you can get yeah. out and explore the big open world. But like you keep going back to the castle and maybe as a Harry Potter fan, if either of you are Harry Potter fans, like maybe you love being inside of Hogwarts and seeing all the stuff and like the floating instruments playing classical music. Like I want to go fight thing. Like I'm not nostalgic about Hogwarts because I've never seen the movies or read the books. So mm. I'm like, this is cool. But when do I get to fight the next boss? <laughs>
1: like That's really interesting because for me playing it, nostalgia is such a huge part uh, to the point that. Not on my stream playthrough, but uh, but my personal playthrough, I, I chose Gryffindor so that I could see the see the see the things see the see the see the common room and oh that looks exactly like the one in the film and it's it's really exciting. <laughs> see, it's like people are calling
0: me basic for choosing Gryffindor as my house, but like, isn't Gryffindor the one with the most quests?
1: Yeah, they do. They, they, so I looked up the one
0: with the most quests and it said Gryffindor. So I'm like, okay, I don't know who, what the heck is a Slytherin? What is a Hufflepuff? I don't know. I'm going Gryffindor. (laughs) Like, I don't, I don't know these things. And then I told one of my friends who's a huge Harry Potter nerd and she called me a basic ass bitch for choosing Gryffindor. I'm like, what do you mean?
1: Yeah, no (laughs) one really, no one really calls themselves a Gryffindor because it's either sounds braggy or it sounds basic because everyone's a Gryffindor. Harry's a Gryffindor.
0: Well, I didn't know that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess it's not a defining part of the per- your personality for you, so it wouldn't matter.
0: Yeah.
1: Absolutely. What's your house, Caleb?
2: So um, I am. God, I can't remember the name of it. It's the the navy and gold. Ravenclaw. Uh, I think it's Hufflepuff. What is it? Ravenclaw.
1: Oh, I don't know. <laughs>
2: uh, basically, it's it's the smarty pants puzzle oriented
1: that's ravenclaw okay yeah i feel so nerdy that i know all of this <laughs> <laughs> i thought everyone <clears throat> did
2: <but laughs> so i i can never remember which one is which but i i do i, I used to watch the movies quite a bit um so it's it's interesting to see and i used to love the playstation 2 games mm. like my favorite one was the quidditch world cup game Fantastic, if, uh, Ryan. If you get an emulator, you deserve to play that game. It is, it is phenomenal. Just, yeah. So one kiss. thing that
0: I noticed, and I'm not even a Harry Potter fan. Like it's, I haven't not seen the movies. Like I haven't watched them, but they have been on around me throughout my childhood. I've just never paid attention because like one of my best friends, who I've known for like 20 years, Harry Potter was like her thing, while like Star Wars and Halo were my thing. She was big on Harry Potter, so like I've seen. I just haven't paid attention, mm. but um, yeah, should I, should I watch the movies? Like, have they aged well? I think you
2: should. I mean, they, and this is what blows my mind about the whole controversy. Cause like, everybody's like, oh, she's anti-Semitic. She's, you know, all of these things. And it's like, okay, goblins were around from before Harry Potter was. Yeah. So like, it's not like she can change what they look like. And the fact that they're bankers doesn't imply anything. There's there's racist undertones in the movies, but it's strictly about how it affects people. Like everyone calls Hermione a mudblood. And it's like, okay, it clearly affects her. Like she's aggravated by it. She's upset by it. So like, I don't know. It, it I think you would greatly benefit from watching the movies it'll definitely give you a deeper understanding and possible appreciation for the franchise as a whole
0: yeah but like Mm -hmm. even as somebody who hasn't watched the movies, one thing that i really noticed um you can't play quidditch in the game which i would imagine to harry potter fans is very disappointing because the whole arena thing with all those like little towers with the flags on top of them and all the different that's you can fly around there there's like a there's a challenge you can do there where you have to like race your uh like broom yeah. or whatever, like through the the arena, but like why couldn't they have just put Quidditch in the game if Quidditch was in a game on the PS two? Like they could yeah. have done it. I'm
1: sure that'll be a DLC. <laughs> I'm confident. Oh. There's Just like, no but
0: imagine a full expansion, yeah. Yeah. the Harry Potter game launches with Quidditch, and by the way, you can play Quidditch online against other players. That would have been uh. so cool to see.
2: That would have been fantastic. <laughs> oh, we would have definitely had to, you know, get together and do some Quidditch matches at that point.
0: I would lose every time because I don't know the rules. <laughs> like you fly <laughs> around soccer. on a you think so you fly around on a broom and you pelt people with a big ball. Is pretty much all I know. Um, like, do you throw what, it at them, or that's what she like, said? just the
3: one no but like
0: I just I don't I'm not nostalgic for Harry Potter though so like there's all these things that like the game shows off like the castle or like and like I know about the train where they come in in the movies and so like you can fly around the train and your character says something about like the Hogwarts Express I'm like I think that was in the movie right (laughs) like I don't really remember but like for you during that scene if you've gotten to that point like you were probably like ah the nostalgia is just firing on all cylinders. Like,
2: <laughs> I, I definitely remember the the Sorting Hat. Although, I do remember that. Um, so, the headmaster. I don't know. This could be a spoiler. I don't know. So, spoiler warning. But like, if you know anything about the Black family in Harry Potter, the fact that the headmaster is a black and he uh, wasn't marked off on the family tree in the order of the Phoenix is kind of like a, uh... Oh, Perry, do you not know?
1: I didn't put that together. So that's really interesting.
2: The only people that were marked off of the family tree in uh, the, for the black family uh, were good wizards. People who married muggles or people who had uh, mudblood children. So if he (laughs) wasn't marked off, then uh, and there weren't many. I think Sirius was one of the only few. Hmm. So like if he he was in plain view on that family tree, he's going to come out to be a bad guy. And uh, I don't know how I feel about, now that I know that.
1: Well, I feel like they did not paint him... In the first scene when you get to Hogwarts, they did not paint him in a very good light. Uh, no. Yeah, it felt no. bad guy vibes. So it's it's really <laughs> nice that they that they picked... It's so close to the lore that already is there, which is kind of awesome. Oh Yeah,
0: definitely. no, I respect it when, like, uh, a piece of... Like, a franchise enters a new medium. Like, if a movie goes to video games, I really respect when they actually follow the is that me no nope, that's, that's okay me. <laughs> okay um but i really out. respect <laughs> it when um like they follow the source material because the halo show did not follow the source material from the games they yes. were so proud about that.
1: Yeah, didn't the oh writers say that they yeah, had never they, played they were it? Like, we
0: hired a bunch of people who hate Halo to write the <laughs> script for the show. I'm like, well, and then you're surprised that the ratings are bad? <laughs> like, spoiler warning for the show, I didn't even watch it. But, like, Master Chief lays pipe and then also takes off his helmet. Like, no, the Spartans he? are genetically augmented to not have those hormones to want to have sex, and then also Master Chief has literally never taken his helmet off in any of the games, and so now we have this bias in the back of our minds. If we've seen him take off his helmet in the show, now we expect him to. Does he look like that in the games? Does he not? Like, why did the show get the right to show Master Chief's face? But Ryan, like, that's just
2: for Ryan. Mm. It's okay. You know why it's okay. <laughs>
0: It's a silver timeline or whatever they said. Like, it's not actually canon. No. Okay. It's
2: okay because no one watched it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because you had to have Paramount Plus to watch the show. And how else
2: else would they have justified
0: paying that much for the actor if they couldn't show his face?
3: Mm.
0: I don't even know who the actor is. That's the thing. They could have picked somebody who wasn't super popular, like Pedro Pascal with The Mandalorian. Like, nobody really knew who he was. And then now he's getting all these big roles because they took off his helmet and they're like, bam, this guy has been doing the cool acting this entire time. That's this Pedro Pascal guy who nobody's really ever heard of. And now he's in The Last of Us. Yeah. Which, by the now. way, The Last of Us show, I'm, I am i haven't even made it to episode three yet, so I'm not caught up. But um, the show is actually following the source material. And the only gripe that I see people have about the show is that like Ellie is not conventionally attractive, but Ellie's character is supposed to be 14-
3: yeah, why In the does she need to be
1: attractive?
0: So why does That's she creepy. need to be? Who's <laughs> 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 saying like, that? <laughs> tell, tells you a lot about the uh, the core. Well, so audience, I understand, right? <gasps> like she, the act, like Pedro Pascal looks similar enough to Joel, and um, the actress for Ellie doesn't really look like Ellie, but at the same time, her portrayal of of Ellie as a kid, like I would rather have somebody who doesn't really look like the character, but is good at playing the character. Yeah, I think she's than somebody wonderful. who looks just like them, but Is a horrible actress, right? Exactly. I don't know. Like, I just, I really respect it when the games to movies or movies to games actually manage to pull it off because it doesn't happen all that often. And with the Halo show, like, Master Chief took off his helmet. It's been 20 years of Halo games without that happening. And the first season, like, the first episode of the first show, helmet comes off.
2: No, it was not the first show. They had miniseries before, they've had movies before. Granted, but they those were independent movies, and fan made, yeah, so it makes sense.
0: The <laughs> only Master Chief like TV show is the Ford on Dawn show that came between Halo Reach and Halo Four that was like supposed to hype people up for Halo Four.
3: Mm.
0: And that that was actually canon. Like that show was how Master Chief met Lasky and how they know each other on the Ford on Dawn in the uh Halo Four and Halo Five or whatever. But it just I don't know. Halo has been absolutely mishandled for the past ten years and it breaks my heart. <laughs> Yeah. It begs so the if you're question... not... Oh, I'm sorry. No, you no, 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 you can go.
1: I was just going to say that it begs the question why not just make a new TV show. I mean, I guess they're trying to slap something on so that they sell more, but it's They
0: literally of... put the Halo IP on this show. So, Halo people who are like, "Oh, we know Halo. Let's go watch that." But like I would just much rather have a new IP with original characters and original story. Yeah. Like, Halo is just like a space opera, kind of like Star Wars. So you can do that again. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard. You have big evil space company or big evil space <laughs> aliens and then humanity being triumphant against big evil space company. Like,
3: yeah, like, the like Scooby there's a bunch do
0: of
1: do like pieces. Well. The Scooby, yeah. That was, yeah, that was the criticism with that, that, that it wasn't anything to do with Scooby-Doo. So why why put the faces on it?
3: Yeah. yeah. They, they no, changed it's,
2: almost it's, everything and it became. Scooby Doo's not
0: inside. in the show. They changed the race of the main character to be woke. And so, same with Shaggy. Like they made Shaggy like a simp and like the ratings went down. So you can't expect to take something that people love, change it, and expect them to like the new version of it. Yeah. Because they don't like it because it's the IP. They like it because everything enveloped in the IP, the stories, the characters, all the things that they know and love. And if you take it and change it, people aren't going to be happy. Yeah. So that's why the Halo TV show didn't do good. That's why The Last of a Show is doing good because they respected the source material. They didn't make Joel like an 80-year-old lesbian woman. They stuck with the fact that Joel is a man and Joel had a daughter and Joel's character went from this to this. Like, they kept the story. Mm. And, like, I just... Just make new IPs if you want to have all these different things. Just make a new story.
2: Yeah, because I put an AK forty seven in Halo for the love of all <laughs> that is holy. There was like Do a there
0: was like a-, a Ford pickup truck in Halo. I'm like, Halo takes place in like twenty five fifty. You're telling me Ford is still around in twenty five fifty? Well, I mean, to be fair,
2: the government probably bought them out by that point with all their uh, rescues.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just it's it's nuts to me how. You have all this work done for you. Why would you want to do more work to change it? Like the mm-hmm. the character, how they act, how they behave, everything, the story, the characters like the cadences and how they speak. Everything's already there. Wouldn't it be easier just to take what's there and just build upon it yeah. and tell a story within the universe rather than just change everything? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and what I don't parent? I don't mind things like gender changes or race changes too much because so long as it's like you say so long as it's done in a way that's still true to the essence yeah. of the character exactly the, the crushing thing about scooby Doo for me is that i loved the films and everything as a kid because like the core thing about them is the fact that they are a family they chose each other and it's especially as a kid uh you know kids are bullied and don't have a lot of friends sometimes that you watch the show and it's like oh this is what you could have meet them in college etc how sweet yeah um and that you don't need to necessarily rely on your given family you can choose your family but in in the show Not that I watched much of it, but in the show, it's kind of like they don't even like each other, and it's what happened? What? Why? What happened to
2: that?
3: I just refuse to watch it. They
0: make (laughs) they make fun of Fred for being like a rich white guy with small parts, is what I'll say. And then like Velma, like you're kind of that's not the dynamic. This kids franchise.
2: franchise.
0: So did have you rewatched that Scooby Doo movie from like 2003 or whatever? The one one with like
2: Alpha Scoot or Alpha Shaggy. Um, Uh,
0: Like it's the one where they went to the island or whatever oh yeah Love there that are, are Friends, so many adult jokes and adult themes in that movie that as a kid just went completely over <laughs> my head so yes <laughs> scooby-doo is a child's franchise but if you rewatch that movie good lord <laughs> like i don't know how they got away with as many things that they did
1: yeah oh god fred hitting on Velma left right and center explicitly it was yeah. it was fantastic now, and then
0: like literally shaggy just being opening like yeah i'm gonna go smoke a doobie in my van or whatever I'm Like, oh,
1: uh, molly jane is my favorite name <laughs>
0: <"Yeah>. <laughs> uh, your name's mary jane that's mary my favorite jane. name <laughs> wow it's like huh i wonder why <laughs> lord like in the new show is shaggy even a stoner anymore because that was like the main part of his character like he was kind of like the dumb guy who was always high.
1: Yeah, and that's that's why he was dumb and that's why he was always hungry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's why he could eat so much.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and that's why he thinks the dog talks. No, I'm joking.
0: <laughs> See, I was about to ask that. Like, can anybody else hear the dog talk or is it just the guy who's stoned out of his mind 24-7? <laughs> I mean,
2: to be fair, it's probably the guy that's stoned out of his mind 24-7. What a plot <laughs> twist that would be. <laughs> He's he's just schizophrenic and all of it's in his head at this point. There's, Dude, no, real of There's yeah. no real ghosts. There's no real
0: ghosts. <laughs> There's no real Velma. There's no <laughs> real Scooby. There's no. Oh, well, maybe it's Scooby's all in their real. Head. Maybe oh. Scooby's real, but it's like his an emotional support dog. Oh, but god. everything else and all in his head. Oh
1: god! And he's just in a straight jacket somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah. Ooh. laughs>
2: oh,
3: so that's got dark. That's kind of like, like
2: the Harry Potter fan theory where. None yes. of Harry none of the events of Harry Potter actually happen. Mm. It's just something he made up in his head to cope with the fact that he's living underneath the stairs. Do
1: you know what I thought that when I rewatched the first film a while ago or recently um, cuz I hadn't seen it for a long time and I rewatched the first film that was exactly what came to mind. The fact that re- like really he gets invited to to a magic school and he's special, he's the chosen one and he's famous because oh, yeah. it breaks my heart.
0: but then you could apply that same logic to like star wars like was did luke ever leave tatooine or is he still Mm -hmm. just there with his poor his poor family working on a farm barely making ends meet and scrapping droids together or is he the space hero like who saves the galaxy and blows up the death star yeah (laughs)
1: right yeah they've done that in a lot of shows in buffy as well yeah buffy
0: was
2: so Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
3: Still Such don't know Such a great what that is. Joss
2: Whedon movie, but from what I hear, he's, uh, oh,
1: there's not, a lot I'm of, like. I, I haven't seen the movie. I haven't seen the movie. I've seen the TV show, which was amazing.
2: Well, th- uh, that's what I meant to say. Oh, right. uh, The TV show. But yeah, from no, what I hear, is... he was um very demanding creep. So
0: like that guy from uh, the iCarly show or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you've read McCurdy's book, Dan Schneider. Yeah. And it Uh. sucks because I really liked iCarly. Like that show was really funny as a kid. I thought Gibby was the most hilarious thing out of Nickelodeon ever. (laughs) Like that scene where he just like falls from the ceiling and just goes, Gibby.
2: (laughs) Fun fact, the stunt man that did that actually broke most of his ribs.
0: They didn't put like a. Nope.
2: There was you nothing underneath. A giant, a giant
0: green thing underneath it and then just green screen it out. They
2: Yep. He hit the ground so hard he bounced back up. Oh my god. It was bad. Yeah. <laughs> um on uh Moist Critical's podcast, the official podcast, they have mm-hmm. Gibby on the show and they talk about that jump. Yeah the, uh, the, the stuntman landed so hard and if, if there was a pad underneath it, it was so thin that he still bounced off the floor and yeah, broke he's... ribs and other things. Like, it was
0: bad.
1: Did he get compensated for that?
0: I, yeah, I would imagine. Probably. <laughs> I mean, this is Nickelodeon. But, so the, but the thing is, it's like, it was Hollywood and he signed a contract to be a stuntman, so I bet somewhere in the fine print it said something along the lines of, in the case of injury, like you've kind of wavered your right to sue because mm-hmm. you're doing the risky stuff fair
1: did you hear about that uh that woman at twitchcon the the streamer and she oh my god yeah, yeah. uh
0: a, was it
1: i forget her um,
0: name uh, okay i gotta look this up twitch <laughs> well you know she does other things too break from, from what and i hear <laughs> yes.
1: uh,
0: yeah that's why i want to i i don't remember who it was yeah, yeah I, Adriana Check was Yeah, that's yep, the it was one. Adriana Check Yeah. That, yeah, I sent no, her name I, to
2: somebody, and they were like, "Oh, you mean the uh, the adult film star?" And I'm like, I, I don't know if that's what she does." And looking her up, I'm is, like, "That is that is the same that is the same person." She wasn't okay. doing yeah, that when I Twitch looked up God. her name.
0: <laughs> no. Yeah, no. <laughs> Well, when I looked up her name after the, like, okay, I want to find her channel and just like see what kind of content she produces. I look up her name on Google and that Twitch ain't the first thing that pops up.
1: No, but very, very poor, poor thing. Like she, yeah, she, she did what a a jump. They told her to jump and it was a fun little knock them off the platform game at the TwitchCon. And so she jumped and she landed on her, the base of her spine or something completely, completely fractured completely yeah. done oh, yeah. she needs like she's yeah she she couldn't walk and there's a she confirmed actually that she was pregnant at the time and had to she lost the baby she didn't know how terrible That's is that crazy,
3: and i don't man. know if Holy she's shit. i don't know if she
1: sued or anything or had any compensation but i i don't think so because i think she's like you say she signed a little yeah, you
0: sign a yeah you
2: sign a waiver whenever you do yeah stuff but like those
0: that. waivers are only like they they're only legally binding to a point yeah. because you do have um, the expectation that you know at the bottom of the foam pit there's padding because i have personally like there's a there's like a like a I, a I don't know what the point or the the term is like the place where people like do gymnastics or whatever like i used to do that stuff as a kid and just like go to the the gym place and like there was like the gym. ropes you could swing from into like a big pit of like foam mm-hmm. cubes but at the bottom of the pit there was like six feet of just like padding yeah yeah but and that's like, the thing they didn't do that i know and it's not yeah. hard to do
2: it's it was not. like it was only like a foot or two of cubes yeah. instead of the standard four to five maybe so six so
0: literally on the concrete floor they put a bunch of cubes into like a little square and then called it a day and this like community run gym that i used to go to as a kid and they also like there was like glass next to the foam pit. So when you walk outside, the foam pit was like up against the glass. So you could see the uh, the uh layer of foam. So they did that in case parents were skeptical about mm. if their kid would get hurt. They The
2: yeah.
0: foam pit was right against the glass. So you could see like six feet tall of just giant padding. And that was for like kids. It was six feet of padding for kids, not like a whole adult woman.
1: Yeah. Much so easier to there break. was probably
0: even more padding required to keep like the full force of a adult body falling safe Mm. like it's just it baffles me that like i really hope she did get compensated or maybe twitch decided to like help pay for her medical bills or something like like is she able to walk like i haven't followed up on the story that and that's the thing with the internet until you guys brought this up i completely forgot about it because so much stuff is thrown at me all at once it's like information overload but um she's able to walk again though
2: yeah, from last last I heard, anyway.
0: Okay, that's good because I mean that would you go to an event because you're a famous streamer? The staff wants you to jump into a pit. You break your spine. You can never walk again. Like I would never stream on Twitch again. Like I would be mad. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, they didn't tell her to jump. She it was a celebratory dive into the into the pool. Mm. Well, so, like, still, yeah. You
0: have that expectation. Yeah. 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 Fair. There was they, no they sign that. that said "Warning: Low Padding. Don't mm-hmm. jump in." And or, it's like, literally. Warning, it's on concrete
1: pit.
2: <laughs> that's what yeah. you do in a foam pit you jump <laughs> yeah well, did you can't walk but, out of it
3: you know yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: well so i wonder if like they just had regular event staff do it rather than because like when you set stuff like that up you have to have like people who set that stuff up yeah it would come been, in with the proper equipment and everything to like actually make it safe it would have been so lenovo
1: think, whoever was working at the yeah the, the legion booth yes yeah. exactly
0: so I, I think it was somebody who's never done a pit before and they just didn't think mm-hmm. that much about the consequences of putting it on concrete because they're like, oh, we put foam cubes in here. It'll be safe if somebody falls into it. But like the foam cubes collapse like that under the weight of somebody's full body. They don't just stay like foam like mm-hmm. it's foam. It's not super dense. So you can crush it very easily. And that's what happened to her. Like it's yeah. just
1: so unfortunate the
0: situation would have been so easily avoidable if they just hired somebody to set the thing up that does that stuff for a living because like there's specific things you have to do that mm. just weren't done like it I don't my think... back hurts thinking about it
1: yeah i don't know how people live with that sort of guilt i can't imagine it like that alec baldwin thing i i, oh, I hope yeah. he's okay because <laughs> that that, but that wasn't of... his
0: fault though no like
1: It was maybe a silly mistake, but...
0: Okay, yeah, so as Uh. a Southerner, like a Southern American from Texas, that's me, um, you're never supposed to point a real firearm at anything you don't want to shoot, regardless of if you know it's loaded or not. You do not put your finger on the trigger. You keep your finger resting on the side. It's called trigger discipline, and you literally keep it pointed at the ground if you know it's loaded. You do not point at people. But that's the
2: thing. A, he didn't know it was loaded, but B, he didn't check to see if there were blanks, and he was an executive producer. You also want, you always want to double check people because people can make stupid mistakes. Mm. And but like they my were question is, set firing some of the guns, they why were firing them off and like doing target practice and doing this, off in the distance, and like whenever they they she just didn't clear the rounds. Like there, there's a lot of stuff. She's also facing jail time too yeah. because of it. Yeah.
0: So like, Like this is what you're supposed to do after you think you fired all of the rounds out of your gun. You put the safety on, you take the clip or the magazine out, and then you pull the slide back. So whatever bullets in the chamber comes out. And if there's nothing in the chamber, nothing comes That is it is so easy to do, Mm -hmm. but it takes 30 seconds max to do those things. And no matter if the safety's on, no matter if the gun's loaded or not, no matter anything, you don't point at something you don't want to shoot.
2: Clip and magazines are different. You know, that's my pet peeve.
3: Anyway, well, I know, you know.
0: but <laughs> um, I, I know they're different. I'm just saying, yeah, like no. clip. Like most people see gun and just think, yeah, I know. gun bad or what? Like they don't understand. We'll, we'll
2: have a whole nother conversation about that. But it has been a, a, a good bit over an hour now.
3: Oh yeah!
0: yeah. Wow, <laughs> an hour and so six oh, wow. We have we have
2: broken a record again. Um, yeah, oops! But, um. Let's go ahead and wrap it up. So um, I have been Caleb Boudreau, um, the editor-in-chief of An Extraordinary Life. Today, I am with whoever wants to go first.
1: Perry or Pericaro, a (laughs) Twitch streamer.
0: And then I'm Ryan or Elise Radar, and I do YouTube.
2: Awesome. And um, just remember, if you're ever going through a tough time and you need someone to talk to, go ahead and join our gaming Discord um and just know that you're never alone awesome you guys have a wonderful day
3: bye, <laughs> bye. i'm i'm clicking